Welcome to Books on the Ridge, a production of Mount Zion Ridge Press, home of Books Off the Beaten Path. This is a podcast for our readers to get to know the authors of our books and look between the pages and behind the scenes. Plus, at the start of each month, we will offer readers a limited time code for a discount on the featured book. Your hosts are the co-owners and managing editors of Mount Zion Ridge Press. Hi, I'm Tamara Lynn Craft, Managing Editor at Mount Zion Ridge Press, and this is my partner in crime. Hi, I'm Michelle Levine, the meanest editor you'll ever meet. <laughs> well, I think Sometimes. I might have you tied. <laughs> <laughs> but we're joking, those of you who might be wanting to pitch books to us. We're picky, yeah. but we're not mean. No. We are very picky, but not me, which is one reason Mount Zion Ridge Press is growing fast because we want quality books and the author we have today writes quality books. (laughs) In fact, Betty Boswell has always loved to read and create stories. That interest helped her create musicals for her church and school, and eventually she decided to write and illustrate stories to share with the world. Uh, Her writing and illustration interests extend from children to adult fiction and nonfiction. In addition to writing Christian romance novels and children's stories, She has contributed to educational works, leveled readers, magazine articles, devotionals, and short story anthologies. Besides that, she has two grown sons, three grandchildren, and a busy minister husband. How in the world does she have time to write? We'll find out. (laughs) Fortunately for us, she does have time to write. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Today's book that we're discussing is Hoping for Treasure. It ties into the series started with On Cue. And until August 15th, you can get a dollar off of the print book or the ebook by using the code TREASURE, all caps, on our website, mountzionridgepress.com. And we're a little late posting this podcast, so we've already gotten a review, really good review. It says, I enjoyed this time slip story. The author weaves a multi-layered tale that binds the present to the past through a beautiful historic home. Each era holds its own tragedy. Realistic, lovable characters snagged my interest from the first chapter and held on recommended for readers of historical romance time slip and nostalgia that is a great review okay betty now you're on the hot seat tell us about your new book baby hey hoping for treasure is the third in the trilogy for on cue and free to love it is time slip or uh, split time whichever terminology you'd like to use. It's a book that when I said to myself, I've got to write a trilogy. I've got I've got these other two books that have told Jenny's story. And so the book continues with Jenny's story after she's married to her friend, Mr. Scott Hallmark. 
and Scott Hallmark is a professor and she's a teacher and life is wonderful. They've just come off their honeymoon and they want to start a family right away. And then things start sliding downhill a little bit as they do in real life. Their dream of starting that family right away uh, ends up with a miscarriage and her job is threatened and Scott has some issues with whether his job will be able to move up to the next step. So they've got a lot to overcome. Um, in the other books, Jenny's life was kind of good. She had a few things to overcome, but this one, she's really got the trials of real life to overcome and be a stronger person and learn to care about what's going on in her life. I think that's important. There's things like miscarriages that a lot of people have experienced but don't share with others and she learns to uh, about others and she learns a way or figures out a way that she wants to share with others about overcoming this common uh, issue that women have to deal with uh, the split time I wasn't sure where I was going with that when I started writing the book until I thought well I had a start it was just a couple of pages about um a couple right after World War II. And it was going to be based loosely on inspiration from my own parents' romance. They were living in Virginia, but I changed it to Ohio. He's fresh out of the war. He's a chemist. He's working at a local factory, but he's come to town to discover something that his mother left in the woods and house long ago when she worked there as a cook. So there's a treasure hidden in the house somewhere. So the Woods and House is going to play an important role in this book. Dale, who's fresh out of the war, comes back to find something his mother left in the house. And Bet Betsy, who's been living in the house as an assistant to the owner of the house, is a... Um, She's working as the assistant and has determined that she, um, because of a Dear Jane letter instead of a Dear John letter, she's determined she's not interested in romance, but things will change. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping for Treasure is a sequel to your first book on cue. And the second part, the second book was a prequel and was also split time. What's the interest in split time? And why did you decide to make these second and third books split time? I love history. It's always been an interest to me. I, since On Cue was a contemporary, that was nice. It was a lot of flavored a lot by my own life, but uh, I love to read historic novels. And I enjoyed Tamara's a few months ago um, about uh, Jamestown. But so history has always interested me. I've always read a lot of history. I've enjoyed in fourth grade, I had Virginia history. I lived in Virginia at the time. And that was filled with all the colonies and all the events that took place in Virginia. And I've just loved history ever since. Um, so that was an area that's always appealed to me. I've read historic novels. I also read contemporary and other styles like suspense 
about Christian suspense, but um, the history just had a, had a place in my heart. That's awesome. Okay. I know you mentioned um, books that I would consider um, ideas for books that I would consider spinoffs. Um, other characters we've met in the OnCue series. So when we say the OnCue series, I think of Ginny and Scott specifically. Uh, will there be any more books about Ginny and Scott, or are you going to have too much fun with um, Honey and the other ladies? Okay, so Ginny <laughs> and Scott will make some guest appearances here and there in future books. I've got a couple of things coming real soon. Do the Yay! end of the week, you guys. <laughs> that um, are coming out of the little town, the imaginary town that I placed in Northern Ohio called Forest Glen. So I don't know if we'll call it Friends of Forest Glen or whatever, but there's there's going to be a Christmas anthology with you folks. And Honey, who has been in two of the books as an older friend of uh, Jenny and Scott's, She's going to have a major role in the Christmas anthology story, which is a cozy with a little bit of romance for honey. Wonderful. <laughs> She's not expecting that romance. She's got a problem. Someone stole her friend's painting and she has to figure out who stole the painting and who took some money that was in the same bag as the painting. What's going to happen? So it's a little bit of a cozy mystery. It was kind of a fun experience to write a, a short cozy for that. And I thought, well, you know what? For the Christmas anthology, I'm going to do a cozy for Honey and her older friends that we are going to, that we met in uh, in Hoping for Treasure. So in Hoping for Treasure, you will meet the other two friends, Loretta and Annabelle. So... That was kind of a setup for Loretta and Annabelle and Honey to make friends and hoping for treasure, which is brand new. And then uh, in the Christmas anthology, Honey's going to have an adventure. The other book that I have to get to you guys by the end of this month, uh, both of them are written. I'm just uh, doing some final critiquing on them. Um, is going to be a romantic suspense. Ooh. different from the things I've written before. Uh -huh. so, wow. <laughs> Something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. And in this one, at the end of Hoping for Treasure, Scott mentions a co-worker named Amber who's uh -huh. in a store for a, a studio store for her own art and the art of others. And she's moving on from the college where they both taught and she's starting this store and hmm, <laughs> the big mystery the big suspense somebody's after her to find something they think she has ooh. But, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> don't great. give too much away <laughs> no i'm not gonna give too much away but we'll have yeah. another story Time, another podcast on another day. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> so. Well, I know that you don't stick just to novels. So what other books do you have in the works? Okay. So the next things that I'm working on are children's books for now. There's, uh, of course, 
recently we had Lucy and Thunder, which is a cute little book about overcoming fears. And I did the illustrations and the story for that. I have a story that's going to come out with uh, Mount Zion Ridge around Mother's, or I think the month before Mother's Day, about um, a young girl and her mother and something special has happened to her father that might be a tie-in to another holiday besides Mother's Day. But we'll get into that later. Uh, we also have a, a new author for Mount Zion Ridge who's written a children's book. And I have been asked to illustrate Leo's Prayer. And I'm working on that. I got several preliminary sketches done recently. And I'm excited about that. And then Caleb and Grandpa Fred will be coming later in the year next year. I've got um, those to work on for the kids. And in that romantic suspense that I will be handing in very soon, there's a character that's left hanging with a story of their own that needs written. Ah, it's not written. Not not a bit of it's written yet, but the the hint is there. <laughs> well, like I said, Betty is a very busy person, and we are so happy to have her at the on the Mount Zion Ridge Press team. Wonderful author. You had mentioned earlier that Betsy and Dale's romance uh, is based on your own parents' romance. Yes, it's loosely based on theirs. Okay. Are there any other uh, true-to-life events that are either the inspiration for events in um, Hoping for Treasure or are directly patterned on true-to-life events or maybe you don't want to talk about them because they're a little too personal? <laughs> Well, I, I think the going through the um, miscarriages was something that I've experienced and yeah. something that until I went through it myself, I didn't realize no one told me that my mother had gone through it. My daughter-in-law has gone through it. And if you look at the statistics, it's very prevalent that many women have had miscarriages and uh some you don't even know about because it happens sometimes happens early in the pregnancy and they don't you know take a few days off work and you never know that they had a problem and then uh, scott as far as as far as jenny's trouble in this book besides the miscarriage she's also threatened with a job loss because of school funding which is a big issue in a lot of situations around the, the United States. The year before I left teaching, I was headed back from a wonderful writing workshop at Highlights. I was all excited and happy. And I had, my car has one of those things where you, when you receive a text, it flashes up that you received a text. And it was like, ping, 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 ping. And all my art, and music teacher friends were letting me know that their jobs had been cut to half time. And when my phone started ringing, I pulled over at a rest park and about had a heart attack because it was my principal saying, you're half time. <laughs> wow. I said, 
I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I fought back because that's when I went to the classroom. I had taught music for most of my career, but I also was a classroom teacher for a few years. And I kept that licensure open and I looked at the principal and said, nope, I have top seniority as far as classroom teachers. I will be a classroom teacher. But um, Jenny doesn't have that option. So she's, she's going to have to overcome that. Uh, and as far as my parents' romance, they were more willing partners. They were happy to find somebody <laughs> the war. <laughs> but I had to create some tension between Betsy and Dale. Yeah. So they, they are a little more unwilling. He They both had a bad experience with a former, well, she had a bad experience with a former uh, military man, and he has survivor's guilt because his brother was killed in the war, and he doesn't feel worthy of a lot of things because of that. So, but yeah, I could go on and on about it. I use a lot of myself or the people around me to um, to inspire things that happen, even if it's just an emotion. Well, I personally am glad you put the miscarriage in the book. I thought that was something that needs to be talked about. I know I had a miscarriage when I was young, and my daughter had six in a row before she had any children and was told that she might not be able to carry a baby full term. Well, now she has four, so (laughs) God healed her (laughs) to the age of five. She just got a later start because of all this, but um, it's really important. Well, we're going to stop right now. Um, We're going to cut this chat with Betty Boswell into a two-parter. So we want to remind you to come back for the next episode and remind you also that until August 15th, uh, we have a code to get a dollar off the ebook and the print book here at the Mount Zion Ridge Press website. And that code is the word TREASURE in all capital letters. Use that code when you order the book from us. And make sure to come back for the next episode. Thanks for listening to Books on the Ridge, a production of Mount Zion Ridge Press, home of Books Off the Beaten Path. Check our website, www mountzionridgepress.com for more information. Please consider subscribing to support this podcast, plus receive regular updates and more discounts as our way of saying thanks. Please come back next week for the second part of our chat with author Betty Boswell. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. We certainly did.